Technology, politics, and the economy are changing fast. No time to keep up with all the policies affecting your everyday life and figuring out fact from fiction? Not even sure where God could fit in all of this? Don't worry, I've got your back. I'm here to dig a little deeper into the issues of the day. And most importantly, to show you the spiritual principles and solutions we can use to rise above it all victoriously for your family's success. Stay tuned as we discover God's plan for our life on earth as it is in heaven. Why is our society becoming more polarized? I'm sure you've heard people bemoaning that fact that our Western societies are getting more polarized or your particular country. But it's not one country. In the USA, we have Donald Trump as a polarizing figure. But is he the problem? Or is he a symptom of the problem? Oftentimes what happens when there's a group of people pushing an agenda, it is subtle and people don't particularly notice. And it builds and builds, and they suggest things that are a little more and a little more extreme until somebody pushes back. So this person, Donald Trump, has decided to push back. And that's when you notice that there's an issue. So where does this come from? Well, there's a philosophical reason and a practical reason. First, let's look at a few ideas I'd like to point out for your consideration of what may be going on at play in our society, in whatever country you're in. First, there's the viewpoint that seems to be predominant in the media, that if you don't completely agree with me, then we can't work together. And if he's done anything wrong in some area of his life, we can't listen to him on this subject. And I've seen examples of this with the Alberta Premier Daniel Smith, when she was on stage with Conrad Black and Tucker Carlson and Jordan Peterson, how they responded to those individuals because they had said some wrong things and been punished for it. In this postmodernist philosophy, there is no such thing as truth. There's my truth, and then there's your truth. And if ours don't agree, then I can't speak to you because you have no reason to listen to me. And people become living in silos, only listening to people who agree with them. Add to that the Marxist philosophy of the marginalized fighting back against the powerful class, the patriarchy, that they are fighting for the racialized LGBT communities. And if you speak from one of those groups, then we can agree with you and we can hear you. And if you've said something that represents the patriarchy, then we can't hear you. So you put those together and you get the woke mentality and cancel culture. Your group identity is now the most important thing about you. And the successful is the same thing as the oppressor. 
once you can convince people of that, it's pretty tough on capitalism if everything now is suspect. If you've been successful, then that used to be a good thing. Now it's a bad thing. So now what is good in society? And the rich are being blamed for all our problems because the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer. But is that really because they are evil oppressors? Or is that because of how the money system works? Wealthy people have commodities. That's where most of their wealth comes from. And as the US dollar goes down in value, buys less and less, then the commodities are of more value and they become richer. Whereas the people in the middle or poorer class, their income relies mostly from their paycheck. And that has less and less value, so they get poorer. It has nothing to do with rich people being evil or being oppressing anyone. So now you have the ideal mix for a polarized society, the us and them. The increase in unfunded government spending has led to the increase in debt, which means the lower value of the dollar and inflation, which will mean this phenomenon will get worse and worse. The rich getting richer and the poor getting poorer as this pattern increases. So we have to look at what the outcome of government actions are. We need to look at what truckers and farmers are seeing as they're uh, on the ground, as it were, seeing what happens with these government policies and sees our food long before we do, a few stages further back. So what are they seeing and what are they telling us? Well, there have been miles-long convoys and blockades with tractors and trucks in France, Holland, Spain, Germany, many places across Europe. And they've even had some elections that the media has described as far-right who have uh, campaigned against these policies. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in Italy now with uh, the farmers' protests, now that a government that seems to be more uh, aligned with them is in power. We'll have to see if they are able to reverse this trend. They have really been feeling the squeeze first of the... Uh, net zero 2030 policies of the European Union and other countries, as they have had to pay higher carbon prices for fuel and had restrictions for nitrogen, for fertilizers, various policies that have hindered their ability to provide us with the food we need. In Canada, the truckers' convoy was broken up two years ago by the Emergency Measures Act, 
And the court has recently ruled that that was unconstitutional. And last summer, a court ruled that the Alberta COVID policies were also unconstitutional. So we're lining up for a bunch of lawsuits against the, these governments, and we'll see what happens with that. At the beginning of the Freedom Convoy in Canada, the Prime Minister immediately created an us-and-them situation. These are people with unacceptable views. We don't need to listen to them. And instilling fear in the population as the media presented them as dangerous revolutionaries. This is breaking the first rules of leadership. Unify everyone and make sure there is no fear. But unfortunately, that's not the kind of leadership we have in many Western democracies right now. Fortunately though, we are in democracies and we can change our leadership. But that requires some pushback. And any pushback is going to have to be on these several fronts that I just mentioned. Preserving our money, and at the same time, preserving our relationships. We can be discerning in the patterns that we see in markets. And just as in nature, in finances, there are cycles. And we can see what has happened in previous countries and generations when we see these patterns. And when we see these patterns in society, how we can speak to people when we hear what people are saying and we can discern, understand where they're coming from, why they're saying the things they are because of this philosophy that they have bought into at one level or another. And it's only by the Holy Spirit that we can see through these things, how to speak to people, how to get them to see, and how to show them that we are on their side, regardless what side they're on or what group they identify with, because we are in the group of humanity, of God's creations, which includes all of us. But it's only by the Holy Spirit that we can have this energy, this power, this authority to reach out to people in love. So let's spend our time and energy in this season building, strengthening that relationship with Holy Spirit, that we may be as useful as possible to God in the coming season. If you are presenting your body as a living sacrifice and allowing Holy Spirit to transform your mind, congratulations. You are integrating your spirit, mind, and body, strengthening yourself to overcome evil with good. Please leave a rating for the show and hit subscribe to be notified of new fascinating topics I'll be discussing next on Earth as it is in Heaven. Until next time, may God bless you and make you a blessing to those around you.